Okay, so how is the war going to be fighting to be free in these uh, in this era of pharmacide, where big pharma is killing people, you know, en masse with their injections mm. and not causing any kind of immunity to anything? All right, how's it going in South Africa, Pastor Martins? Good day, Pastor Yola, and also good day to our listeners across the globe. Pastor, yes, one massive Edomite fiasco. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's happened to conspiracy theories? Because all the conspiracies theory, conspiracy theories of yesterday is now becoming conspiracy facts. That's right. So we're running out of conspiracy theories, Pastor. <laughs> we'll have to come up with new ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, wow, uh, it's just absolutely incredible that, uh, because as I've been saying for the past week or so, World War III has begun, and it will be fought between the vaxxers and the anti-vaxxers, and the uh, the people are lining up to get shot, (laughs) okay, voluntarily. Yes, they're lining up to get shot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But... Our topic for today is going to be what's going on in South Africa. And uh, let me put this link in the chat room. Businesstech.co.za. Zudafrika, I think that stands for the ZA. These Hmm. charts show South Africa's debt levels since the ANC took over an almost bankrupt state. Oh, okay. Were you expecting? Bankrupt. Yeah. Were you expecting anything different, Pastor Martins? Uh, past, uh, well, if one considers that just prior to the 1994 application of the Edomite Cape Dutch Af- Afrikaners, shall I rather say the Edomite Freemason Cape Dutch Afrikaners, just before the application um, and uh, their handover to the Black Freemasons in 1994, they managed to fraudulently and covertly ship out at least 176,000 tons <laughs> of gold from the Boer Republics oh. to the United States. And, and I didn't get any it of it. I didn't get any of it. <laughs> Incredible. 176,000 tons. And there's another 5,000 tons which is still uh, busy being... A, uh, uh, traced unaccounted for, but, uh, <laughs> Pastor. Can you imagine 176,000 tons? At, yeah, uh, how much is it? A thousand two hundred dollars per ounce, right? No, it's, it's, more, it's closer to two thousand. No wonder the yeah. country was, yeah, it's just, closer, it's to, closer 2000. to two thousand. But can yeah. you imagine all of that gold came out of the gold mines of the Boer republics, right. Stolen from your people. And and prophecies says, now you must remember that it was initially stolen by the Indemite Kazarian Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. Because they they had control over it. And they, of course, uh, pawned it to the Illuminati, the Rothschilds. And, And there are quite a number of organizations and banks, even... Uh, the banks in the United States incriminated in this particular event. And mm-hmm. somebody's going to have to stand 
in for that particular very, very highly toxic transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor, if, if, if you uh, can recall, I've forgotten what this, the, the scripture actually said exactly about it. I think it is somewhere in either in um, the prophet of Micah or the Zephaniah, mm-hmm. um, Zephaniah where um, it's stated clear that the, the riches and the, um, the treasures of the house of Jacob will be returned to the house of Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know about that. Yeah, ultimately, right. We shall inherit the world. Which which shall bring quite a bit of value to the Boers who are now most probably in the order of about 840,000, 850,000 Boers that have been marginalized over the past 110 years. And being marginalized, they were the the first ones to lose their jobs, the first ones to lose their houses, their cars, etc. And under the new government, unemployable because they have white skins and, of course, with the Freemasons still in the pound seats, even in the ANC government, you can imagine that the last ones who will be considered for any privileges from the state would be the Boers. So the Boers are uh, sidelined and marginalized, disenfranchised uh, to the outer the outskirts of the society. Mm-hmm. And most probably about 840,000 Boers are living in absolute poverty today. Yes. And what we've seen as of late with the COVID, we've seen where organizations have, for example, um, accumulated um, food, foodstuffs and food to distribute amongst these whites and the police actually take possession, they confiscate that food, and they Mm -hmm. say no food for whites. And this is happening across the country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the the Boers in their destitute state, um, even when somebody tries to help them with food, Mm -hmm. uh, it gets confiscated by the the Edomites instituted. (laughs) Well, I prefer to call it the Edomites um, yeah. instituted government because right. they, they they were instituted. They weren't elected. They were instituted by the Edomites. Yes. Okay. So this article, I put the link in the chat room, and uh, it states it's uh, November 21, 2020, so not too long ago. South Africa faces surging debt as the havoc wrought by the coronavirus pandemic compounds a deterioration in public finances caused by overspending, mismanagement, and alleged graft during former President Jacob Zuma's nine-year rule. Okay, so blame it on coronavirus. Blame it on anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Except Uh, the the people responsible. Right. Well, I'm going to drop you an, an article um, where in which uh, the South African, the current government under the current, the current president, Cyril Ramaphosa, okay. was given something like 1,300 million, mm. 1.3 billion, yeah. to, uh, in order to uh, 
to to help the government to actually combat COVID nineteen. Wow. Of that one point of that one point three billion South African Rand, virtually nothing ended up where it was supposed to end up. <laughs> right. So in July, now that was that mm-hmm. was granted in March of last year. In July, well well several Ramaphosa made a public statement about this. He said South Africa had been given 1.3, I think it was 1.3 billion, it might even be more, Yeah. Uh, to combat COVID. And then in July, he announced that the South African government COVID is one. going to appoint a commission of in- <laughs> right. inquiry. Yeah. The commission of inquiry will, will, will investigate what happened to that 1.3 billion. Yeah, right. Because it's no longer there. Yeah, it's like the two trillion that uh, Zav Dockheim lost at the Pentagon during nine eleven, right? Two yes. trillion dollars just disappeared. Mm. Okay, just into the pockets of the Jews, no doubt. <laughs> right? Yes. No investigation. Do you think yes. there's actually going to be an investigation, or is that just more blowhard talk from uh, but, well, Ramaphosa? The, the, the joke was the ANC was going to investigate the wrongdoings of the ANC. What there you go. <laughs> thing would be the outcome. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Pastor, the in, injustices of the current, you cannot call it a government because it's not a government. It is a puppet show mm-hmm. run right. by the Edomites, right. by the Rothschilds, by the Renics. Lord Rennick from England, he is orchestrating quite a bit of this in South Africa. George Soros is orchestrating quite a bit of it. And you should know because George Soros um, is is the man behind the orchestration of the uh, uh, BLM in, mm-hmm. in the States as well. Black Lives Matter. Right. Yeah. Except the other blacks. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, okay. Well, here, I've got Sephaniah 111. Uh, this is not a, uh, a hopeful picture painted uh, by Zephaniah. It's, it's talking about the current situation that true Israel is in in the world right now, because this is a time of Jacob's trouble, and we are yeah. perishing because of our disobedience. Here is Zephaniah 111. Yes. Howl, ye inhabitants of Maktesh, which is, uh, I think, a market square in, in the city of Jerusalem. For all the mm. merchant people are cut down, all they that bear silver are cut off. And it shall come to pass at that time that I will search Jerusalem. Of course, Jerusalem is figurative for the people of Israel. Yes. With candles and punish the men that are settled on their lees. Uh, well, what is lees here? Uh, it is something preserved, dregs, <laughs> settled in the dregs that say in their heart, Yahweh will not do good, neither will he do evil. It sounds like the Israelites being spoken of here are agnostics. Yeah. Is this what happened or, to the uh, Boers of South Africa? Or, or, I know it's happened here. Alternatively, Alternatively, they have already been vaccinated with a COVID-19 um, vaccine okay. for a virus that doesn't that has not yet been isolated. Right. Did you identified. know that? Oh yeah, I know that. Yeah, the, very much. Yep. The, Never the has COVID-19 been identified. Has not yet been. Yeah. 
it, it has not been isolated. What can be isolated is the byproducts of being exposed to, for example, uh, um, the coronavirus, because your body, the, the body, the, your body, attempts to flush uh, any of these viruses and bacteria and whatever. And by virtue of the detection of the flushing of your body, your body's own immune system clean, cleansing mm -hmm. itself. That's correct. They are trying to, they are trying to isolate the the COVID nineteen um, virus. Right. But they haven't been able to. Right. So they're creating or they are um, they are purporting to create an antivirus or an anti mm -hmm. uh, or a vaccine anti yeah, for a virus that they cannot right. isolate. Exactly. And and what they do give you is um, stem cells and uh, a DNA DNA modifying properties yeah. Of babies, uh, 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 aborted yeah. fetuses, right. of the livers, of the kidneys, uh, yeah, mixed monkey, in with champ monkey liver and monkey kidneys, right? <laughs> yeah, all that Correct. good stuff, right? None yeah. of which gives you any immunity to anything. Exactly, it just, it but just it modifies the DNA. Yeah, and and makes you weaker. And I'm convinced that uh, the entire vaccine industry, from its very inception has been designed to make us and keep us sick. Never, yes. It never was intended to cure anything. The Rockefellers created the vaccine industry in the 1930s. Actually, it goes back to the 1918 Spanish flu. When yeah. the vaccine they came up with at that time killed more people than the actual disease, right? Yes, and okay. then, they told, then they told the people they should wear masks. Right. And Fauci himself, and it, it was actually um, uh, in, in a report that Fauci himself had uh, created, I think it was in 2012, wherein he clearly found, he, he, he did this investigation and this uh, research into the effect of the masks of 1918, the 1918 Spanish flu. And they found, he found, and he reported it in this report as well, that the second wave was not caused by the virus, but was caused by asphyxiation mm. because of the masks that the people had been wearing. <laughs> right. right. And that caused more deaths than the virus itself. Yes. Yeah, it, it's just incredible what they're getting away with. And you know, because, yeah. yeah. Well, Pastor, I... I sent you a picture. Yes, I saw that. I sent that. a picture with Cyril Ramaphosa and Bill Gates. Apparently, this was yeah. a photograph a photograph that was taken in September of last year. And it is very evident that there was an agreement because, well, that agreement was in view of the coming pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's amazing. In other words, yeah. Cyril, Ramaphosa, Cyril Ramaphosa most probably received an enormous amount of money to sell out the whole of the country and to uh, to to uh, sub subjugate yeah. the whole country to yeah. Bill Gates' eugenics agenda. Amen. Amen. And none of that money went toward correcting the the bankruptcy of of the ANC, right? 
All that money Nothing. just goes never it never sees the light of day. Yes, yes. Well, here it's just no. another example of blacks and Jews working in concert against white people. I mean, that's history, folks. The Jews have used blacks against the white race forever. Okay, and they're continuing to do so today. Yeah. And the blacks actually think that the Jews are doing them favors. No, they're just being explo- exploited, used for whatever they're worth. Uh, to oppress whites. And that's exactly what's happening in South Africa. And it's becoming more and more evident that that's what's happening here in America as well. Totally evident. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see this is uh, your work. Uh, You mentioned the Broderband and the Illuminati. (laughs) Right. Most people don't. That's conspiracy stuff, Pastor. (laughs) Conspiracy stuff. Uh, Conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> conspiracy facts well, remember yes. what I said about the what, remember what I said about the um, the funds that were uh, misappropriated or just disappeared right. I just sent you another picture right. that depicts exactly that we will ensure that the COVID funds are not dis- misappropriated in March 2020 and then um, in, in July yeah. of 2020 we will launch a commission to recover the stolen COVID funds in right. July. Yeah. In other yeah. words, from March to July, yep. um, an immense amount of money had just gone missing. Yes. But it, it's, well, Pastor, I will send you something else about uh, what Cyril Ramaphosa, now Cyril Ramaphosa is no newcomer to the South African politics. He has been around for quite a number of years. And, in a statement that he made quite a number of years ago, he clearly indicated that what they will do to the whites is they will treat them like frogs in a in a, a pot of boiling water or pot of water. They will gradually turn on the heat, and then, of course, they will make the frog or they will kill the frog with the heat that they so mm-hmm. demonic in in it in the worst case you can think. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't get any more evil. And uh, the public is simply unaware because the Jews control the, the media to such a great extent that they, you know, exactly. the average person has Some, no knowledge. Something else Something else that I wanted to mention, Pastor, is that what we find, find um, as of late, our, any, um, any information that we post on Facebook that... Uh, counter that counters the the fallacies and the lies and the deception of uh, the World Health Organization and the CDC, etc. Um, of course, um, Zuckerberg Zuckerberg has his fact-checking entities mm-hmm. that block just about everything that we post. Right. What I find. Well, I've stated on, on on Facebook on a number of my postings, I've stated that it's amazing how the Edomites co uh, they co you can they they in cohort or they they cahoots. in coercing oh, oh, okay coercing, in cahoots yeah. with one another. So, but right. but I'm of the opinion that the, this fact checking uh, is just another conspiracy against the oh, Bohemian. Yeah. Yeah, because because the the blacks can say they're going to kill the whites. They're doing going to do this, and we lodge a complaint 
with Facebook about the posting. Facebook comes back and they say it does not go against their community standards. But the moment that I would, for example, give information about how to prevent an attack, Facebook comes back and they tell me that it's contra in contravention of their community standards. Mm -hmm. So they yeah. bend the standards. They lean over backward to accommodate black violence on white. Right. But the moment that the whites talk amongst themselves as to how to prevent an attack like this and how to ward it off, it goes against Facebook's community standards. That's correct. Well, that that led me to make a that made, led me to make a posting. Nothing zucks like a Zuckerberg. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it gets worse with other Jews. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. he's just he's really just a small fry. It's the bankers that he's been put in charge yeah. of that whole operation by the Jew banksters, right? So, okay, so the yeah. article continues here. After cutting borrowing during years of strong economic growth from the late 1990s, uh, I, I'm not sure if that's even a true statement. The government posted its first post-apartheid budget surplus, surplus in 2007. So that's a long time. Well, from 1994 is when Mandela took over, right? 1994? 1994, and, and Mandela so, took over, yes. Yeah, and so it says here they showed uh, the first time ever budget surplus occurred in 2007. So that's 13 years later. So uh, how did this hmm. come about? Did it get an uh, influx of funds from outside? Because everything I know about the South African economy is that nothing works. Poster. Um, I am of the opinion that part of that 176,000 tons of gold mm -hmm. that was exported out of South Africa and orchestrated by F.W. de Klerk and his Freemason cahoots, um, that that money was utilized or just a fraction of that was utilized to artificially keep the South African economy afloat uh -huh. because okay. everything everything in the country has dilapidated sewage in the cities and the towns have become um, right. cesspools of uh, like and it's just unimaginable um, yeah. raw sewage running down the streets yeah, and oh my goodness. the, the, you know, the right. municipalities don't do anything about it, or they shrug their, their shoulders and they say it's going to take uh, years of repairs because, or years to repair because of um, the system <laughs> has become outdated or and has become right. in, in irreparable. Yeah, but they've okay. been at this now for 27 years, yes. and after 27 years, they still don't get that maintenance needs to be done. <laughs> But past right. this, what's maintenance? There's even more to it, right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. There's even more to it. This, the Electricity Supply Commission is a um, is a government or a parastatal organization that had um, the government. Well, the, many cities in South Africa had their own power stations, their own power utilities. That was all centralized as if orchestrated by the Edomite, Kazarian, Freemason, Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Because once the blacks took over with a centralized 
electricity utility. Mm-hmm. We find that the maintenance of the power stations. Now, South Africa had some of the most uh, uh, efficient power stations in the world because we were in the forefront of cheap coal mm. um, utilization for the generation of power, uh, fossil fuel. Okay. And uh, we even exported our technologies um, in, in uh, creating liquid fuel out of fossil fuels. Okay. We, we exported this technology to numerous countries overseas. Mm-hmm. Yet, th- because of the lack of maintenance, we have become so dependent on, for example, the Kabora Bassa Dam in Mozambique for electricity. And South Africa has one nuclear power station, and that is close to Cape Town. Okay. And that particular power station, and here's my words, Pastor, okay. that power station in, in just outside of Cape Town called Kuburg, that thing is going to blow its stop because as far <laughs> as I have heard, that it's currently being maintained by Cuban engineers. Oh, boy. Because all the white people who had maintained that, who had been doing maintenance work on nuclear power stations across the globe, because South Africa being a uranium enrichment facility, South Africa had one of the most effective and efficient mm-hmm. uranium enrichment plants in the world. Okay. And that technology had been drained and sucked up by countries like Afghanistan. Right. Okay. So the technology has been exported to other countries who can run things better than the blacks of South Africa, right? And their Freemason pals. But Pastor, Pastor then I'm, I'm talking about technologies that was, were developed in South Africa, um, for like example, whites. we have yeah. we had developed a, a helicopter, a combat helicopter, which was called the Roy uh, Falk. Okay. Now the Roy Falk helicopter um, was a. a um, I spoke to an American helicopter uh, on a Black Hawk. Now the Black Hawk is an American mm-hmm. uh, helicopter built by, designed and created by Boeing. Okay. And during a during a air display uh, in Pretoria, or just west of Pretoria, or so, sorry, just east of Pretoria, of Artekluf, I spoke to a Black Hawk pilot, and he looked at um, while we were talking. He we had this display of the South African Royal helicopter, and this uh, pilot of the Black Hawk said to me. That is incredible. We couldn't do that with a Black Hawk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it is technologies that had been developed over years because of South Africa's isolation, uh, because of its apartheid policy. South Africa was in a, um, a boycott. Right. South Africa was being uh, uh, isolated from any technologies from overseas. So we developed our own technologies. Yes. And South Africa's... South Africa's communication systems on fighter planes are being sought after across the globe. South Africa's 
electronic warfare systems being sought after across the globe. But everything had been sold. The, the, the South African government had sold all the technologies that had been developed locally and for our purposes, for our protection. It had been sold out to mm -hmm. Sweden, it had been sold out to Italy, it had been sold out to other countries across the globe. Right. Even, even those that were in those days had been uh, enemies of South Africa. Right. So South, South Africa is, is, is exporting all its... No, no, not South Africa is exporting because of the black stakeover, over. All the mineral resources of the country is being exported. South Africa is merely becoming a wasteland of the effects of mining and not industry, but mining, mining, mining. Right, uh, right. The money generation part of it is taken overseas. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that, uh, that's just another drain on the South African economy. <laughs> it's simply amazing. So all of the yeah. vampires, the globalist yes. vampires Vult have latched onto you know, South Africa's productivity and drained it. I mean, the, there's hardly any blood left yeah. <laughs> in the victim, right? Hardly any blood yeah, left, exactly. except for the Christian identity movement within South Africa, you know, where there is still hope, okay? Yeah. Because uh, you people, the Christian identity movement in South Africa, are following Yahweh's laws, unlike the people in Zephaniah, okay? Yes, well, Pastor, yeah. some, something that I can also add to that is the rate at which the Boers are awakening to the uh, the the true gospel, the the true belief, the the the, the their rediscovery of their true identity as the descendants of the house of Jacob, is is absolutely astronomical at this stage because it's by leaps and bounds. Uh, as we uh, speak, uh, uh, you will notice that I had. Um, made contact with you mm -hmm. right at the very minute that we started um, tonight's show, right? Uh, because we 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 have a uh, a conference next weekend, hmm. and um, this this conference is in preparation for the Boers' next humbling pastor. This is hmm. such an important aspect that, uh, irrespective of what we look yes. at. Even even what we're busy discussing, the uh, dire position of the South African government's financial affairs created by themselves and the Jewish cahoots, of course, um, the, there's only one outcome for the Boers. There's only one way for the, for the Boers to get out of this. And this is for the Boers, and, and, and for that matter, the house of Jacob across the globe is for the house of Jacob to go into a very soul-searching, a very deep soul-searching, yep. soul humbling, and the repentance. Yes. Because the sad thing is, Pastor, is that so many of the house of Jacob don't even know what their sins are. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, I think I have mentioned on this show before is that uh, there they are um, sins that have been heaped up against the house of Jacob for so many generations mm -hmm. at least the past 64 generations 
the sins have been mounted up and mounted, <laughs> mounting up against the house of Jacob. But well, who's counting? And it is <laughs> right. Sixty-four but, but generations. The, oh, okay. Yeah. But the, the the important thing is that the sins that have not been uh, repented of are not being forgiven. Right. And this is such an important aspect. Um, I've got a whole teaching on this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is in Afrikaans. But the whole teaching is about why was all this detail given in the scriptures as to how the 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 the, the people of the house of Jacob had to identify their individual sins so that they can know what yeah. sacrifice to present in terms of that sin, and right. that was so that so that they can identify their sin and that they can repent of that particular sin that they are providing this sacrifice for. So they've got to acknowledge to the priest who did the intercessionary mm-hmm. uh, presentation of their sacrifice to Father Yahweh. Amen. Now, Amen. And, and there were certain very clearly defined terms and conditions that Father Yahweh had stated even for the priest. The priest could not just go and present this sacrifice in, in lieu of the uh, redemption of this person who was bringing the sacrifice for the sins that he had committed. The priest had a certain uh, protocol that he had to go through before he could even come with the sacrifice. He sure. had to go through a, a self a cleansing, cleansing right. a, a, a self cleansing of his body and his mind and his his own spirit, mm-hmm. and that of his family. He even had to do an intercessionary uh, mm-hmm. sacrifice for himself and the family before he could pre- present a sacrifice mm-hmm. of the people or the person for whose sins he had to make intermission. Right. And this is so important. This is all part and parcel of Father Yahweh's terms, conditions, and requirements. And we've never known about that, and it was given to me in a revelation sometime 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, quite some time ago. Well, it's a a Second Chronicles 7.14. If those people who are called by by my name shall humble themselves before me, I will come and heal their land. But there are very, very few... Go ahead. Very, very few of us will be inclined to do that. But but there was quite a uh, quite a bit that you had left out about yes. that. Yeah, I was uh, quoting from uh, memory. <laughs> yes. Well, well, you were very close to that. He says, if I withhold the rain, mm. and if I bring the pestilences and the diseases and the um, the the grasshoppers, or what do you call them? Right, yeah. Um, uh, locusts, locusts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Locusts. And then, uh, I, I mean, if Father Yahweh says that is what the things that he is bringing when the people are in, indebted to him in terms of sins. Right. He, and oh, he absolutely. says then, and my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and seek my face and pray mm-hmm. and repent of their sins. Now, to repent of the sins requires an identification right. and also an, an admission. admission. Exactly. Without the, of the identification sins. and the admission, I cannot just say, and forgive me my sins that are so plentiful in Jesus' name. Yeah, Amen. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which so many of us. Innumerable. <laughs> My sins are it's, innumerable. It's like, I can't enunciate, <laughs> right? But yes, here, but, l- l- but, l- l- 
listen to this. This is Zephaniah one thirteen. See if this doesn't apply to us today. Therefore their goods shall become a booty, and their houses a desolation. They shall also build houses, but not inhabit them. And they shall plant vineyards, but not drink the wine thereof. Mm. All our labor yes. is being confiscated from us and given to illegal aliens. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Why? Because we aren't obeying his laws. Absolutely. That's it's the bottom we've line. We've brought it upon ourselves, but in exactly the same way as Father Yahweh used the Egyptians to... Mm. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right word. Not to, yeah. to, to chastise these people, chastise. chastise, yes. Yeah. And them. also to, to teach them, because there is a lot of teaching. In, in fact, in, in, yeah. uh, if you look in the book of Exodus, uh, after they had left Egypt, Father Yahweh said that he actually instructed mm-hmm. his children, his people. He instructed them with, in, in terms of various things, he, uh, even the manner that he had gave them in the desert, was right. to instruct them to see if they would obey his commandments. Yes, amen, amen. Well, here, let me continue, because this is an awesome prophecy, and uh, I don't think any Judeo Christians are going to be raptured off the face of the earth before all this happens, right? The great day of Yahweh is near, it is near, and hasteneth greatly. Even the voice of the day of Yahweh, the mighty man shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. It's yes. already started. It's, it has started. It's already. Yes. yes, we're right in it. Yes, that's right. We're there, folks. And nobody's going to avoid this. Nobody's going to be raptured out of this. We're going to have to endure it. And if you're a sinner, as most Judeo-Christians are, because they teach the law has been done away with, so they don't give a damn, just like these people in verse 12, the Lord will not do good, neither will he do evil, right? Yes. Okay. They're they're essentially agnostics, but they're so-called Christian agnostics, right? They really don't believe what the Bible says. They just go through the motions, right? And their lips they, mouth the words, but they don't practice them, okay? Yes, like unbelieving believers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Contradiction in terms, no doubt, right? Yes. So, now listen to this. And I will bring distress, distress upon Adam, that they shall walk like blind men. Men here is Ivare. If there, wow, okay, simply blind or blind men. Yes. I haven't encountered that word before. Because they have sinned against Yahweh, and their blood shall be poured out as dust, and their flesh as the dung. Mm. Okay, folks, this is judgment. It's happening now. Right? The war, the, the war of pharmacide has begun. And uh, those of us who volunteer to get shot with these vaccines, so-called vaccines, are basically volunteering to be their guinea pigs. And most of those people will get very sick and many of them will die. Well, Pastor, is it not um, uh, anybody who 
who volunteers for the vaccine is actually committing suicide. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, maybe that's what they maybe that's what they mean by rapture. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> right. right. Okay. There's the crazy doctrines that are being taught from the pulpits of the so-called Christianity are simply amazing, absolutely amazing. But uh, yeah, yeah, we we are in the uh, we are in the end times. There's no doubt about it, and uh, it's it's just a matter of I think a shorter and shorter time before all of this comes to pass, and uh, our people are going yes. to suffer tremendously because they have rebelled against Yahweh. Okay, and here one more but, verse from Zephaniah. Can you ma- can yeah. you imagine people? Go ahead. Uh, can you imagine people having been in the church for forty, fifty years, thinking that they 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 see this booked right and the rapture right bus, the way, <laughs> but but on the rapture bus all the way to Revelation yeah. twenty two, but they will only reach. Station Revelation 16 and 17, sorry, 17 and 18. Oh, yeah, Mystery Babylon, right, Where, yeah. which will burn, which will be burned with fire. Zephaniah 118, neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of Yahweh's wrath, but the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his yeah. jealousy, for he shall make even a speedy riddance of all that them that dwell in the land. Well, this is more yeah. than chastisement here. This is absolute Absolutely. judgment. Yeah, total judgment. That is judgment, Pastor, and it's yes. coming. It's coming soon. Yes. And it's coming soon to a church near yeah. close, close <laughs> right? by. <laughs> yeah, the Cape Dutch Afrikaner Church, <laughs> for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I assume you're making lots of enemies among the Cape Dutch Afrikaners by teaching that they're not uh, Israelites or, or white men, but in fact uh, Edomite Jews. That, uh, yeah. that I'm sure that's making you a lot of enemies. And uh, oh, Pastor, uh, yes, uh-huh. I think I've told you. I think I've already mentioned it on this show. Is that um, over the past six years, seven months, and about two weeks, I've had no less than twenty-two death threats wow. directly directed at me. Some of them even. Uh, openly and publicly announced on Facebook. Wow. Uh, wow. Yes. But, uh, Pastor, uh, as I've mentioned so many times before, I'm absolutely fearless. Mm-hmm. And I go, I am forging ahead with my the mission that I've been laid on, uh, that have, have been laid on to me. Uh, I cannot turn around on it. I can only move forward because I know... Um, I I have a responsibility to towards my people, the Boers, Amen. and also towards the house of Jacob. It's so important, um, and and um, uh, I, I can already see the results with the uh, responses that I have. People calling me virtually day and night. People sending me messages. Yeah. I wake wake up at half past one in the morning, right. and I open. I open my cell phone and I find people having sent me messages. David, thank you very much for opening my eyes. Right. I've been, I've, I've, I've been at church go for the past twenty five years, twenty six years. For twenty five or twenty six years, I've 
I thought that I served God. Yeah. But you opened my eyes, and 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 it's coming from people that I I I have no idea even where they're from or what their names are. All I have right. is a telephone number on my cell phone coming up on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. and they tell me that they discovered my number by chance. They somebody sent them a, one of my voice clips, and they listened to it, and they felt that. At last, for the first time, they hear something that they have been feeling an urge for to hear. And here they're hearing it. And, of course, with this, I also provided the necessary uh, evidence of that which I am stating. But yes. it's an exciting time, Pastor, because oh. I, don't think, I don't think there has ever been, well, for so many years, I served churches and I served assemblies of churches and uh, we had been praying over weekends, over long weekends over weeks of fasting and praying, we've been praying for revival but Father Yahweh's revival is not with churches but with his people Amen. Uh, the Amen. greatest revival in the history of uh, of this earth it better be <laughs> because, because from from the time of the creation there had never been so many people on this planet as there is today and there have never been so many children of the house of Jacob as they are today can you right. imagine if Father Yahweh starts pouring out his spirit upon his people once they have repented, once they have humbled themselves and uh, 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 seeking his face and then repenting of their sins, identifying their sins, acknowledging their sins, confessing mm-hmm. to those sins, and right. they they do the metanoeo thing. They do this not just a confession, confession of their sins, but they do a full turnaround with their lives. They Amen. dedicate their lives uh, wholeheartedly unto Father Yahweh. Right. What does he say in in in, in uh, well? I found uh, the chapter Micah chapter five, uh, verses seven through fifteen. Let me just quote a couple passages here. Uh, a remnant shall be delivered, and the remnant of Jacob shall be in the midst of many people as a dew from Yahweh, as showers upon the grass that tarrieth not for man. Uh, which is Ish, nor waiteth for the sons of men, which is 120, Adamites. And the remnant of Jacob shall be among the nations, in the midst of many people, as a lion among the beasts of the forest, as a young lion among the flocks of sheep, who, if he go through, both treadeth down and teareth in pieces, and none can deliver. Okay? But that's only if we obey his laws. Yes. Only then can we be this roaring lion. I'm 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 looking at Joel chapter three. For behold, in those days and at that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Jehuda right. and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage, Yasharel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. Yes. And they have cast lots for my people and have given a boy for a harlot <laughs> and sold right. the boy for wine that they yeah. might Male drink. prostitutes, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 
And what have you to do with me, O Tyre and Sidon, and all the coasts of Palestine? Will ye render me a recompense? And if ye recompense me swiftly and speedily, will I return your recompense upon your own head? Right. Because ye have taken my silver and my gold, and my, have carried into your temples my bodily, my goodly pleasant things. The children also of Jehuda and the children of Jerusalem have ye sold unto the Grecians, right. that ye might remove them far from their border. Pastor, if I start reading this, yeah. uh, I, I read this during it's, the night and I find myself crying. I can't read. Yes. I get to the point where I cannot read anymore because of the tears flooding my eyes, thinking about how Father Yahweh in his tremendous grace unto his people not unto the church but unto his people yes he, he, he is is bending over backwards mm-hmm. and then i read in in um deuteronomy chapter 28 29 and 30 just how wonderful father yahweh in spite of the sins of the people how he reaches out to his people yes yes and you will you will notice that i have a particular um, affection for Deuteronomy 28, 29, 30, and even up to 20, 34, Pastor. If you go and read Moses' song, the song that Moses had sung on his deathbed. Okay. It's, it's an absolute, it's, it stirs your soul to hear this man that had given his whole life for his people. And, and even when... Uh, Aaron had built the golden calf and the people were dancing around the golden calf giving honor and glory to the or to the gods of Egypt and Father Yahweh is saying to Moses that you see what the people are doing and Moses looking down from the mountain's balcony and he sees the people dancing around the Golden calf and Father Yahweh is saying that he's going to destroy the people that he so loved, but but mm. because of the harlotry with the golden calf God. Right. And Moses saying, Father Yahweh, take my name out of the book of life, but spare my people. And yeah. how how this man who had given everything, Pastor, he had not just led the people out of Egypt, he led them right to the verges of the promised land, being uh, 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 not given the opportunity even to see the promised land, but dying before they entered the promised land. And his admonitions of him admonishing his people to adhere to and obey and listen to and follow exactly what Father Yahweh had given unto them. In obedience, his law is, uh, is, is uh, mm-hmm. w- well, and, and one of the things so important that he said to his people, that he said to um, Joshua, do not make covenants and agreements with the people that you will meet in this land that you are entering. Yeah. And the first, one of the first things that Joshua did was after they conquered a few of the cities was the, I think it was the Edomites that came and that pulled the sock over his head and said to him, 
make an agreement with us. Right. And he did that. And that was the, yeah. instead, instead of clearing the land, of cleaning the land of the, the, all the ites, the Amalekites and the Edonites and whatever, those became a rock in their shoe. That Those who had become an obstruction to their victory all over. And right. that is because, and that also leads to, a, well, that is also the reason why we are sitting today with this accursed nations that had to be cleansed out and, and right. uh, uh, eradicated from the promised land. Those are the ones that whom we are worshipping or uh, whom we are subjugated to today and virtually worshipping, lying at their feet, begging them for, for, for food. And that right. is what they want us to do. Sorry, yep. Pastor, I'm getting all beggars. excited about they, this. They want us to be beggars, <laughs> right? But here, exactly. Romans 9.3, Paul says virtually the same thing that, that uh, Moses said. He says, For I could wish that myself were cursed, a curse from Christ yeah. for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh. I would give up my yeah. life for my brethren, if it would do any good. <laughs> right? Okay? Yes. Virtually the same sentiment that Moses expressed. You know, take my life so, so that Israel may live. Okay? Yes. And verse 4, Who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the, not the adoption, but the placement of, or the inheritance, you Ephesia. That's not yes. adoption. And the glory, and the covenants, and the giving of the yes. law, and the service of God, and the promises, etc., etc., etc. How can anybody yes. mistake what he's saying here? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's not a free-for-all, Pastor. It's a free-for-all of the house of Jacob. Right. Yeah. Free fall. <laughs> We're in free fall, <laughs> right? Without a parachute, right? Yeah. That's your, that's your rapture story, folks. They're in free fall without a parachute. Oh man! But it couldn't be more exciting. The roller coaster ride, the the uh, the ride is getting higher, and the valleys are lower, and ooh, it, it's going to be rocky. Especially if there's an yeah, earthquake and it, and it breaks up the roller coaster trestles, right? Wow! This is yeah. uh, we have to maintain our loyalty to Yahweh and His Son and obey their laws because there is nothing else that can save us. Nothing yes, else. exactly. Okay, right? And so, okay, so I, I applaud the work you're doing in South Africa. The, 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 uh, you know, when the South African people gave up their authority and handed it over to the blacks, they made a covenant with death. Exactly, Pastor. Okay. Well, that was in particular the Edomites, the Cape Dutch yes. Afrikaners. You must remember that the Boers had no, actually nothing to say. They, they, the contribution was, in fact, the, the Boers had been isolated from the political role other than voting for the Edomites. Hmm. The Boers had no authority over the past 110 years. The right. Boers had relinquished because of... Yeah deception by Jan Smuts right. and Louis Boota. Right. But nevertheless, they the, voted, the, the white liberals of South Africa voted for Mandela. Austin, it, it, it is very evident that it was not the voting that counted, it was the counting that counted. Okay. Exactly the same way as uh, Trump and Biden. 
the the voting machines were rigged, no doubt, <laughs> right? Yes. But uh, but just the very thought that we Israelites are not supposed to make covenants with non-Israelites. Period. Exactly. Okay? Yeah, I mean our book says that, but we keep doing it. Well, so, we've been forewarned of the yeah. consequences of that. Mm-hmm. Right, and now we've it's happening to America. Of the con- well, we've been forewarned even from the day or, or, or right from the desert after the um, uh, departure of out of Egypt. Father Yahweh had spoken to his people and said to his people that they should not mix with any of the other nations correct. whom were also white and whom were also Adamites. Right, but, but they he were heathen. Them, they had heathen beliefs. They didn't follow Yahweh, yeah. Well, did he instruct them to, did Father Yahweh instruct them to, to follow him and to believe him and to worship him? Yes. No, otherwise. Yeah, just the Israelites, at, at, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just the house of Jacob. You, you see, um, to be holy or to be sanctified unto somebody is means that that is an exclusivity. And if you deny the exclusivity, you you're robbing Father Yahweh from his holiness, from his right. sanctified, his position of being sanctified unto his people. Right, you repudiate the covenant, uh, which exactly. Paul just verified, <laughs> right? But people don't yes. understand because they put the word Gentile in there, which confuses people. But uh, Pastor yeah. Martins, we're running out of time, and so very good show. I mean, this is a sobering presentation today that our people better get right with Yahweh or else. Or else. Yes. Well, we didn't even get to the article, Pastor. But no, I'm sorry just about a, that time. No, that's okay. Uh, you're on a roll. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay, brother. Take care and praise Yahweh Thank and pass you, the ammunition. Thanks. All right, folks. Excellent Thank. show. Thank you very Thank much. You, praise okay. Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. All right, folks. That's today's show. Take care and do not. Uh, Allow yourself to make covenants with non-Israelites. Take care and Yahweh bless. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.